Every week, we chat to ex-players, supporters, and invited guests here on Belmont Banter. Welcome to the official podcast of Whitstall Town FC, whose main club sponsor is Fibertech UK Limited. Hi again, everyone. Well, today we're in, we're joined by a man from over the seas. He's actually living in Dubai. It's Justin Lutchford, friend of the club. Everybody knows him. He's been around East Kent a long time. So, Justin, how are you doing? Very good, Tony. Thank you. Yourself? Yeah, yeah, good. Just off air, you started to tell me about what you're doing football-wise. What is it? Yeah, I just I'm, I've been over here just over a year now, and for my for people googling my name over here, they've um, found out that I used to do a little bit of football in the UK, and uh, there's an amateur side called the Dubai All Stars, and um, they've asked me to go along and be their uh, assistant manager, stroke first team coach. Much to the wife's um, um, annoyance, it's, it's not too bad. It's not. It's only twice a week, this one, not three times a week, like normal over there. So that's how I sold it to her. But no, it's, uh, to be honest, we, I joined about a couple of months ago. I think we've had two training sessions. And since then, we've had some people struck down with COVID. So we've had to, and there's restrictions on 5v5s and no more than that. So the 11 aside league has now been put off to the new year. So it's still, still very early days. But you, you get some interesting characters, Tony, because there's... Um, we get quite a few ex-pros come out here. So there's a lad playing playing for us called uh, Christian Willemsen, who's got something like 79 caps for Sweden. He's played in a World Cup, two European <laughs> Championships. Um, he's, listening, he's listening to me telling him to do doggies up and down the line. So, you know, um, it'll, be, yeah, it'll, be, it'll be an interesting time, but there's some great, it's a, it's a really good standard. Um, and um, yeah, very much looking forward to getting involved in that. What sort of time of the day do you train then because of the heat? Yeah, we train about 8.30 at night. Yeah. Um, so we train about for an hour and a half. And then the games are on a, I think they're on a Wednesday, the games and they're 8.45 kickoffs. Now, the wife's name's Louise and she's the one you've got to win over with this football, isn't she? Yeah, I mean, she's been, she's been great about it, to be honest. And the fact that it's only two nights a week and I've actually been playing two or three nights a week, just some five-a-side stuff, so... I've sort of sold it that way that uh, you'll get one night back with me, but I think she prefers it when I'm out of the house anyway, Tony. So, <laughs> Has your brother been out with you? No, uh, bless him. Obviously, with this um, current climate, he's, he's, he got married last August, um, literally just before uh, Louise and the kids came out, and um, he's just had a baby. Oh, congratulations. Um, yeah, so I haven't seen the baby yet, oh, uh, except yeah. on Zoom. Yeah. So we were hoping to see uh, young Elizabeth back at Christmas, but um, again, the restrictions may not allow that um, just because of quarantine coming from here. And um, your, your two two kids, what are they? Both girls, both boys? Both girls, both girls. Ella's in her last year of primary school now. She's 10, she's 11 next month. And um, Jessica's um, seven. Um, and they're, yeah, they're, they're a handful. They're a handful. Well, three three <laughs> in the house, Tony. I need to get out and do the football, right? <laughs> Now, I want to start you off by talking about back in the UK when you very first started football. What, where is, where yeah. was it and what did you do? Oh, I think if we go all the way back... I want to go all the way back. If I go right to... I mean, I stopped playing. I was playing for Folkestone Reserves um, when I was about, I think, about 21, something like that, 21, 22. What about before um, then? Before then, I yeah. was... Uh, this, Dover. Is, this is a journey today. I want to take yeah, you right yeah. from the start. Well, I guess my, my best, my best 
my dead best days were probably my 16, 17, I think. Um, That's the ones. I was, you know, captain of, it was all good back then. I was captain of Kent and um, I was at, I played a few games for Watford and things were, you know, looking good for me from a football perspective, 16, 17. You know, carried on with Kent all the way up to 19. A few of my friends will remind me that um, I did an extra year at school, so that gave me an extra year at Kent. Football was more important academics back then. Um, and then um, from there, I was at Dover um, as a youth youth um, youth player as well as Deal. And then um, and then Folkestone went over to Folkestone into the reserves over there. It was just um, I actually actually before that had a period of Ashford, which is when I first come across um, Neil Cogley because Neil Cogley was at Ashford first team, and I was 16 in the in the youth team. And then Neil went across to to Folkestone. And I went across to, to, I think I went back to Dover for the youth team and then ended up in, in Folkestone Reserves. Um, and I was about 21, 22 then. And um, to be honest, Tony, I was playing really well. And it was back then the reserve team were a good, we had really good side. And the, the manager was Paul Fisk. And, oh, Paul, you know, I know Paul, yeah. So Fisk, he's been, you know, been around non-league football a long time. It was him and a guy called Andy King. But, um, so I played under Fiske for for quite a while. And that's where we we struck up our bond, if you like. Uh, to, to this day, I will still, as much as you know, Cugs is a, is a good mate. I still wonder why I never got my chance for the first team because I I was playing well at the time, yeah. um, and I think I played a couple of first team games midweek in um, in some of the cups, etc. But just didn't get enough. And then and then I got injured, um, and I did my knee a couple of times, uh, and then I got introduced to um, Fosters and Heineken, I think. During my, during my rehabilitation, rehabilitation <laughs> programs, and um, and ended up going across to Canterbury actually, uh, when uh, Lee Bosson was manager over at Canterbury, yeah. and I played um, played first team over there with him for a while, and then and then I got injured again, and that was about 23, 24, I think, and uh, Bossy asked me to um, manage the. The reserves, a player, sort of player, manage the reserves. Yeah. So I did that at Canterbury for for uh, for a year or so. It's a bit hazy back then, Tony. If I'm honest, I think I went from there, and then Fisky got the job at Hythe as the first team manager at Hythe, and he asked me to come across and do the reserve team at, um, at Hythe. Um, and I actually, my first game in charge of Hythe reserves was against Whitstable away. And the goalkeeper rung me in the morning and said he couldn't make it. So I actually played in goal for <laughs> Hyde that day at Whitstable at the Belmont. Oh. I think I'm, I think I saved the penalty, but I think we ended up losing something like five nil or six one. Right. Okay, something like that. Well, I yeah, tell you what, I couldn't I couldn't have spoken to anyone with a longer affinity with the town other than that in management level. That is brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I'll always remember that. But then we, and then Fisky, you know, uh, Fisky uh, promoted me up to first team coach with the Hythe first team. Yeah. And then yeah. I was assistant manager the following year. And then me and Fisky were together for a few years and, and, and did well there. And then I, I left probably at the right time, because Scott Porter came along and became Fisky's sort of number two at the time. Um, I'd been there a while and it was, it needed a change, it needed a new voice. And I, and to be honest, I got to the point where I wanted to do it on my own. I felt I had enough about me. I'd listened a lot through through my career with to the right people. And so I came away and, and then I started watching, um, I went to watch Dagenham and Redbridge for a year. 
with one of my best mates, Jake LaBelle, who you'll know. He was playing, he was captain, I think, for Dagenham at that time under John Steele, and they were going for the conference. And I wanted to learn a different style of football, you know, an effective style of football, or to those that know me from my Faversham and Whistle days, the long ball specialist um, in Colossus. <laughs> but um, so I, I did that for a year, and then we got me and Jimmy Strouts got the opportunity to manage at Faversham. And that's where really my, my managerial career took off. And, um, you know, I think we, we kept them up for, in the first year, did, did really well to get mid-table. I think we gave fourth, second year. And then we won it in the third, won the league and the cup, double in, in the third. And uh, Jimmy left us about 18 months before that for, um, just for work reasons and stuff. And then I brought on Clive Walker, who I think yesterday, I think I saw him on Facebook, so I sent him a quick message, but I think he was 75 yesterday, Clive. Yeah, but probably. Happy birthday, Clive. So probably about 10 years younger than you, Tone, is he? Something like that. <laughs> oh, I love it. But yeah, then, then went Faversham. And then we obviously we won the league. Um, we had a great season. Yeah. And then we started in the rhyme and really well. Jake, Jake came across onto the manager, sort of a player coach. And as it happened, that was probably the reason for me resigning in the, I think it was the April in the year of first year in the Ryman because uh, the Faversham was a great club and they they gave me my first start in football and I'll always love the club and I'll always love a, a lot of the people that are there. It's very much a family club, a lot of but I knew that we could take Faversham places. We just got a deal with Shepherd Dean for the Shepherd Dean Stadium for a couple of years, which was a, you know, a fairly decent uh, chunk of money. Yeah. We were starting to get investment and I knew that we needed to up it on the playing side. Um, and where we'd been a bit family orientated and maybe a bit yeah, giving a bit too much rope to the players and a bit too much fun, I wanted to sharpen that up. And I brought in, I brought in Jake to do that because of his professionalism at what he where he played. And a few people didn't like that. And then in the end, I got undermined and the things were going on behind my back. And um, I was, I felt I was left in an untenable position, really. And I rang, I remember ringing Bob one on the, I was at work one day and I said, Bob, I'm going to resign. I said, there's things going on behind, behind my back. Um, and it's, and it's not on. And I felt that some of my management team, um, and they won't, and you know, they, they, they won't, you know, I think anything less than me for saying it because I've, I've said it to them, you know, the faces, but um, I felt they didn't back me in that scenario. And so I felt there was only one way to go. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it, the rest is history. But I, I honestly believe that team, or that club, should I say, that club, I think I could have taken that to the Ryman Premier, no problem. Yeah. And we'll come on to it in a minute. But the Whitstable team that I had, I think if I'd have nurtured that a little bit, I think we could have gone even probably a little bit further than that. Yeah. I think but it was a shame because you know Faversham was my. It was my one love, if you like, at the time. And um, we had some great times there. I had some great players, some great characters. Um, and it showed because a few of them followed me when I came down to Whitstable. Yeah, that's true. But then I left there and um, I think the following season I went to Horsham. That was that was like going from the <laughs> um, straight into the fire. You know, we had no money. And I mean no money. I mean, I was taking nothing. I think Richard Langley was driving from, from Ashford to down to Horsham, I was giving him 30 quid a week, I think. So, I mean, we had nothing in the Ryman Premier. 
we uh, we won our third game. <laughs> we lost the first one three one, and I think on the Monday night we went Kingstonian away, Ooh. who were favourites for the league. And in Alan Dowson was manager, who's now Woking manager, yeah. and Martin Tyler was assistant manager. And we beat them four three on the Monday night. And then on the Saturday we went to Hornchurch, and we did Hornchurch two nil or two one. And after three games we were sitting sixth. And they were, the fans were calling me the Messiah. You know, I didn't win another game, Tony. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was sitting there at home at the weekend. They were going, oh, you've done a really good job, really good job. And I'm sitting there thinking, we are going to get absolutely crucified <laughs> one of these weeks. And you're not going to think you're doing a good job there. Um, oh, but no, look, I, I, I really enjoyed it down there because I learned a lot of lessons. Um, yeah. The people down there, Tony, were unbelievable. A fantastic club. Yeah. Fantastic people. I don't have one bad word to say about that club. Um, and the chairman, even at the time the day I resigned, we just got beat by Chesham in the trophy, 5-0, I think. And I, I just said to the chairman, I said, it's not that I don't want to do it. It's I, I don't actually know what to do next because I, I didn't have any money to get any players in. And the players, unfortunately, just weren't good enough for that level. No, that's fair. Um, so I didn't know what to do. And I said, you know, you need to have someone that at least wakes up in the morning and believes he's going to make a difference because I don't know if I can. Yeah. So that was a shame. And then um, ended up down with you lot shortly <laughs> after that. Which was a fun time. Yeah, it was. I mean, no, first I first season, I think we were we were struggling, I think, when I came on board, third from yeah. bottom, I think. Yeah. I think we, we I think we went on a, a really great run of like 14, 15 games without defeat, if I remember rightly. Yeah. And got a springboarded up to mid-table and that sorted us out. And then um, and then yeah, the second season. I wasn't given the time, unfortunately. And it was a shame because, you know, the things you remember, I mean, obviously Gary Gary and I fell out a little bit over it, but because I, I went I went to training the night, the night I got the sack, I went to training and we walked around the training pitch. I can't remember who it was now. It's that um, the 3G place that we go to. Yeah, I know. And um, Richard was taking training and me and Gary walking around and he said to me, to point blank, and fair play to him, you know, he's chairman. He said, did you think you can turn it around? I said, yeah. I said, I'm not worried at all. I said, I've, I've brought in a load of players. It is going to take us a while to bed down. But if anyone remembers those first first eight to ten games, we, at times, obliterated teams. And we well. just, you know, I remember being up at Merston, and I think we hit the bar four times and hit both posts and coming away losing 2-1. Yeah. And I think it was their only shots on target. And it was a bit like that, you know. Um, and I, and I, I honestly believed that we had the players. And, well, I knew we had the players. Yeah. And he said, you know, the board have lost confidence in you. And I said, well, okay, well, what, have you lost confidence in me? And he just looked at me and I said, well, then there's your answer, if you, you know. Mm. And, and, and I was gutted. And, and the lads were as well, because the lads couldn't believe it. When I went over to say to them, that's it, I'm done, I'm out. They were like, you're joking. We're... We're like, and, and I think at the time we, we were something only like, I mean, we were in the bottom five, I think, but we were like nine points off third. Wow. And I, I think it was like nine or 10 points from third because it was so early. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in this league, you, you, if oh. you're within you're within 10 points with six games to go, you've got a chance to playoffs, right? Oh, yeah. You can win it. Yeah. Uh, well, exactly. So... So yeah, I was a bit, I was a bit gutted about that one to be honest, because I really felt I had. I mean, you think of the side I had. 
I mean, I had Jack Parter playing one side, who's now at Tombridge Angels. I had Josh Hare, who's now at Bristol Rovers, playing the other. We had, um, I can't remember, who did we have in goal? Was it Frenchie in goal then? Yeah, it's Frenchie in goal, I think. I think it was Frenchie in goal. I think we had Lawrence Harvey, but Rob Gilman, and Nicky Southall, Jake Beecroft, Michael Everett, my brother, Damien, I think, was there. Good side, good side. Stuart Vahid was still playing, I think. Oh, Stuart, I love Stuart. It's a great player. Selfish, selfish. Force goals. He's just a machine. Do you know one of the one of the pleasures I get out of this is when you guys, as managers, or even when I get players on, start talking about the other players and the names that come out and the memories. That, I mean, you mentioned Jimmy Strout earlier on. What yeah. a player! What a player! Well, we had him at Whitstable for well, not quite a whole season. What a player! We had. Um, I'll give you two stories about Jimmy. Um, he'll kill me if he listens to this, but I don't care. I live out here now. Let's come and get me. Um, <laughs> For our first game, we played in we were first game in charge. He wanted to play, and I'd got Matt Carruthers in from from Dover, and I think I brought Tom Hickman in from Dover, and we and we played Herne Bay away, and I think Simon Horsey might be manager then. Anyway, Jimmy goes out there. We get we get beat, we get beat heavily. I think it might have been a four 0 or something like that. Jimmy gets a red card, gets sent off. And the first thing we talked about when we was in the changing room was we must keep our discipline. <laughs> 60 minutes gone, Jimmy's walking down the tunnel with a red card. Four goals were flying in the other end. And I'm going, oh, my God, we might last the week. All right. And then the second story I'll tell you about him is he, when he was at Dover, because uh, he was at Dover for a long time in the conference, as you know, and he, he got, he used to do this free kick. And if he was around the box, he would make a run away from the goal and whoever had the ball would chip it over the, the, the wall and he would run round and volley it. So we practiced this in training and, you know, nearly got there, nearly got there. But the, the idea worked because no one would track the run. Yeah. Anyway, we've, pl- we've tried it this day. Oh, I've never laughed so much on the touchline in my life. Get the free kick and I can see what's going on. I've got a little smile on my face. Jimmy makes the run round the wall. I can't remember who chips it over. Someone chips it over the wall and he smashes it and it goes out for a throw behind where the free kick was being taken. <laughs> and he's stood there and like the whole place is just erupted. And I was on the sideline. I'm trying to keep a straight face. I completely lost it. Oh, not surprised. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, quite. But you're right. I mean, we had great characters. Yeah. We had Lee Shearer, you know, Lee Shearer was just a complete and utter nuisance in the changing room, you know. He's, yeah. But then when he stepped over that white line, he was our captain, he was our leader, and you know, he scored 14 goals the year we got promoted. Yeah, it's what you um, need, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we had some some great players. That's great. So your management career from then on, where did you go from there? So then from, from Whitstable, so, so I was at Whitstable, then it wasn't I for a few years, and then a couple of years, and then I left there. And then I did a bit of um, scouting then for um, for Cugs at Folkestone. So I basically just went and did all his, every team that he was playing the following week. I went and watched, gave him the brief. And um, that year they got, I think they got promoted. They either got promoted or they lost in the, they might have lost in the playoff final to Leatherhead. Yeah. I think it was, they lost in the playoff final to Leatherhead because my brother missed a penalty in the playoff final. Um, I remember that. Um, you would remember but, that, yeah. Yeah. And then I got, the chance to go in a Ramsgate and 
you know, you look back and you just think, why? Um, but one, one of the reasons I, I liked the idea of Ramsgate was, was, um, was Richard. And when I spoke to him and we had similar ideas and what I wanted to do, he liked the idea of. Yes, you're and talking then, about Richard Lawson now, not Richard Langley. Richard yeah, Richard Lawson. Lawson. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I went and met him, and we had a good chat, and I spoke to him a few times, and and I mean, he was a, he was a bit of a silent figure, but he, you know, he was the one pulling the strings at the end. He of was, it. yeah. Um, but we brought in a couple of players like John Main. I got Mainy to come down. Yeah. Um, it was it was just fantastic. Um, great player, great. Yeah, great player. Scored a few goals, a couple of worldy goals actually, in the, yeah. um, for us towards again. I was I got. I think I got appointed with only about 10 games to go. So, you know, we weren't going down. We weren't, there wasn't going to be an issue. It was just a case of getting through to the end of the season. But when we were in the summer, Scott Porter had left Hythe. And if you remember, Hythe had a lot of good players and none of them wanted to stay at Hythe. So I was, I rang Scott because although Scott and I very, very clash on the touchline, we, we get on outside of that and have done. We've known each other since we played football together at 12, 13 years old. So I've known Scott for years. Yeah. And I just rang him and I said, look, why don't you do the opposite now? Why don't you go and do some scouting for me, like I was doing for Cugs, yeah. and help me bring some of these players in? And we lined up Craig Cloak, Nick Barnes, John Main was coming back. We had all our ducks in the row in the summer. I was just about to meet Danny Walder. Danny Walder was, was, was going to be close to coming. And we were pretty, especially with the young lads, we had Tom Chapman, who was, still, who was playing really well at the time. He was young. And we had brother, again, really good side. But the personnel that I wanted to bring in, there were people on the board that didn't like the personnel. Yeah, gotcha. So I'm like, hang on a minute. Am I the manager or are you the manager? Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, if you're going to back me, I've got to be able to pick the players that I want to pick. Absolutely, yeah. Unless they're going to, if they disrespect you or they disrespect the club completely, you know, I'm with you all, all day long. But if they're going to turn up and give 100% for me every week, then I should be able to pick who I want to pick. Yeah. And I was on the way to meet Danny Alder to um, hopefully sign him. With, I was in the uh, car with the wife and the kids in Tunbridge Wells and they were, I was dropping them off into town. And Richard Lawson came on the phone and he just said to me, he said, um, I think you need to speak to Phil, Phil Fennell. Because they, they had a um, they had a board meeting last night. And, okay, what's happened to the board meeting? I think you need to speak to Phil. I said, well, just tell me, Richard, what's happened? So we'll speak to Phil. So I ring Phil out. Phil doesn't answer the phone. So I'm trying to get Phil. And then at ten o'clock that night, I still haven't had an, I still haven't understood what's gone on. No, no. Ten o'clock that night, I got an email from the um, from the secretary saying your um, services no longer required. And I was, I was fuming. Yeah, you know, all the players were ringing me. What's gone on? I said I've got absolutely no idea. Apparently there was a ball meeting. No idea. Transpires they didn't like the signings that I wanted to sign. Wow. Um, and to be honest, Tony, I thought that was it for me. I thought that was it for me for football completely. Yeah. Because I I I got a sour taste after that. You know, Whistable had annoyed me, but I can get over it. And then with the Ramsgate thing, I thought, no, this is not this is not right. You know, I've done nothing here to warrant the sack. So I, I was it. I was done with football. Um, and I went to Portugal on holiday. And a few weeks previous to that, when I was the, the Ramsgate manager, 
I'd actually rang Steve McKim at Tombridge, who just got the job and said to him, do you fancy a friendly in the summer? Because you've just got the job. You won't know anyone in Kent. You know, I'm here. Let me know if you need anything. So anyway, while I'm in Portugal, I just chucked him a text message and I said, look, mate, I said, I'm nine miles down the road. If you haven't got anyone or you need an extra pair of hands in the summer, give me a shout. And I'll just come and do it for nothing. I'm not bothered. You know, I, it just keeps me involved. And um, I went down to the first session. Um, he'd obviously already done his homework spoken to a few people who I was, what I was, etc. And I turned up and he said, there you go. And he gave me a kit bag full of kit. He said, you're the new first team coach. And from that day onwards, um, I was there for five years until, until we left, till I left last year to come out here. Wow. Uh, the best, best five years of my, um, and, and I wasn't even a number one, you know, I was, I was effectively number three because there was, you know, first the gaffer and then the assistant and then me. And I had the best five years I've had in non-league football. Um, 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 why, why do you think that was? Was it because you were involved more with the players? Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe a little bit. Maybe, uh, you know, I, I guess my strengths are, I, I guess, my people skills. That's why I was able to, you know, attract decent players. And so I think that helps. I think the fact that the gaffer was didn't really know Kent that well. I, I was that Kent knowledge for him. Sure. Um, I think the fact that I was a uh, different to him and Barry, because him and Barry are like best friends. So, uh, and I've never been a yes man. So I'd always challenge if they were going to do something, oh, why are you doing that? Why wouldn't yeah. you do this? So I'd be that different pair of eyes for them. Yeah, which we need. And he was, you know, it was his first gig as a manager as well. It's his, that's his first managerial job. He's been an assistant before, but he hasn't been a manager. And it just worked, Tony. It just clicked. That's I mean, brilliant. I mean, he's, I speak to him. I speak to him every week. I wish him good luck every week. And I'm still on the groups with the managers and, you know, the banter still goes around and um, I still follow him every week and, you know, make sure if I, if I get 10 minutes on, they've got a live stream, I'll, I'll watch it. And yeah, I, and it's a fantastic club. I mean, you've been up there, Tony, yourself. You've got some fantastic people um, that run the club. Uh, so in, in and out, um, players were fantastic. Again, that was some great characters. Nice to see a lot of them stay. And if you notice the teams that he's had over the last sort of five, six years, he doesn't change a lot. He doesn't change a lot. He's very loyal to his lads, um, which is why they stay there. And then obviously last year was the was the pinnacle, you know, going through and winning the playoffs. Um, I was there for the playoff final when we beat Merston at you know, 2,600 there and the scenes afterwards and the celebrations. But the day they played Met Police for the super final, I had to fly out the night before. I was absolutely gutted. Oh dear! Um, but I was, you know, I, I FaceTimed him immediately after the game, and um, I certainly, certainly celebrated over here on, on that night when they. What was it like the... playing against Cugs then? Because you must have carved in against him a few times. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. I think we had a bit of a ding dong. Was it last year, year before? Because I, I was, we were one nil up, and a ball went in between the two dugouts down. Oh folks. God! Don't tell me. Where, I went and got the ball and uh, I was a bit a bit slow in giving it back. <laughs> and they call me a couple of names, but oh, they were under a bridge. Of course, I've done the same thing. So, yeah. Um, is what it is. But yeah, it's, you know, it's always good coming up against people that you, that you know and respect. And, um, and I think that's what I've, you know, I tell you stories there about, you know, the past and some, some sour times, but there's, there's no one there that, I wouldn't say hello to 
you know, than the likes of Richard Lawson, all the guys at Faversham. You know, I've been down there a few times since, and you know, Ray Turner, etc. I, I spoke to you know after some time. So that it, football's football. I think you know that there's a un, there's an unfortunate term in football called there's no friends in football, um, and unfortunately that's probably true when you're when you're managers and players, and I think that's sort of a code that you learn to to accept that. Um, but um, bygones be bygones. I don't. I don't regret anything. Um, I've had a fantastic. If I if I never get back involved in it, I've had a fantastic career in it. Met a load of people. I've had fans singing my name, and you know things like that will stay with me till till um, till I die. So um, no, I'm very 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 happy from from what's happened. So looking forward to the future now with your new team. Could you Ooh. remind everybody of the name of them again? They're called the Dubai All Stars. That's the ones. <laughs> so they've got a, they've got a Facebook page, I think. All right, think we can I'm, all look it up. Then that'd be good. Yeah, but judging yeah, yeah. by the quality of the players that you're going to attract, you're going to get a few phone calls. You know that, don't you? <laughs> yeah. No, look, there's there's some good players. There's some really good players. I mean, there's a lad. I think there's a lad played a couple of times for Man United, but most of the time he played for Stockport County, I think. Um, and then there's yeah, there's there's a few lads that have played at very very high levels. Um, um, Alan Nielsen's over here, I think, the ex-Spurs and Danish player, he's over here as well. So there's, there's quite a few. It's quite a few. That's fantastic. Well, I've got to say, I've really, really enjoyed today's chat, but I knew I would. It was just a case of us getting together with a time that suited us to get us on. Uh, yeah, this, no, this, exactly. this will probably go out in a couple of weeks' time. It won't go out then because I've, I've just done um, Jim from uh, uh, down at Ramsgate. I've just done Jim. Then Keith McMahon, I've done just kind of Keith McMahon as well. So it's all, and they're t- both of them, they're all talking about players that you know very, very well, very yeah. well. And when yours yeah. comes out, you make sure that you send the link, your, your little bit. Yeah, yeah, well, no, look, it's um, no, let it go, you gotta let it go. And you know, all the clubs I've been at, all the clubs I've been at, I, I wouldn't change it for the world. I've still had some great times at all of those clubs. You know, I remember, I remember, I remember Whitstable when we went to Faversham, um, and it was my first time going back there as an opposition manager, and we beat them two 0 I mean, we should have been five 0 down at half time, I think. We rode our luck, and then we won two 0 at the end. And the Whitstable fans sang my name for the last fifteen minutes, I think it was. Yeah. And yeah. I will never forget that. You know, um, I just, I'm just. It's just a shame that we we I wasn't able to give them a bit more down there because I agree. I agree. it worked well and um, you know the guys behind the scenes, um, you guys and the chairman and um, it, it, I had great times. Good, I, I that's really nice. Didn't have, a, didn't have a bad time at any club, so I'm I'm very fortunate. That's really nice. Well, uh, I think we need to finish up there, Justin. So uh, right. from Justin and myself, uh, it's been another Belmont banter stormer today because. Uh, Justin's brought back all the memories for everybody. You'll all enjoy this one, and we'll meet up again soon. Cheers, everyone. Join your host, Tony Rouse, every week on Belmont Banter for news about local football in Kent and beyond. I do hope that you've enjoyed today's episode of Belmont Banter. Don't forget there's a new episode out every week which comes out on a Sunday night, early Monday morning. And you can leave your suggestions for a guest to invite at the end. And leave a like and don't forget to pass it on to all your mates. Cheers.